Well, hello. <laughs> we haven't recorded for <laughs> a few weeks on Into the Gray because we've either been out of town or... We've been out of town? I think you were out of town. <laughs> oh, no, you were out of town. Well, I was out of town, um, out of the country with my girlfriends um, and went to Mexico. So it was awesome. It was a fun trip, much needed. Um, lots of reflection and time to visit with the gals and just girl time, much needed. So if you don't do it already, taking time for yourself, it is uh, a well-needed prescription. So if you need a doctor's note, here I am <laughs> letting you guys know. it. Dr. Is, Judy in the house. It is needed. So, you know, those that don't feel like they need a vacation or want to take a vacation or time away from the home, I get you. You just might want to take time for yourself. Just somehow, some way taking an hour a day or even just, just anything to help rejuvenate. It helps a ton. And you can, I don't know, it's just like a, it, like this podcast is into the gray. It just helps you. Um, I don't say like ponder time for yourself just helps you to reflect, I think, or at least that's what I do. What do you do when you have time for yourself or well, do you, you never used to take time for yourself. You would just like, well, actually, just recently you started taking time for yourself by you went and started uh, continued writing your book over at Devin's place in L.A. Yeah, I did that one weekend. Yeah. That was fun. And it was weird for you. You said to me, like, I don't want to take a vacation by myself. And I said, uh, you'll love it. And then you did. Well, and I think that that is one of those gray areas that tend to be very black and white people's in people's minds because we go I'm a dad I'm a mom so I have to do mom things I have to take care of the kids I have to work right and we get in this kind of go go serve serve mentality that we never take time to go you know what I'm just gonna go for a walk mm -hmm. I mean one thing that you were talking to me about the other day is like and Jody, sometimes you're stressed. It doesn't seem like maybe you have a lot of stress, but I'm mm -hmm. telling you, you got a lot of stress and I can kind of feel it. Might be good for you to just go for a walk and not listen to a podcast, not listen to music, not do a live or whatever. And I did that a couple of times this week and it was great to just go for a walk, be in my own thoughts, to listen and ponder, pray, to meditate, to just be still and I think it's really, it's something that we all need to do. I like that the way that you said that it's a prescription for your mental and emotional health. But I think a lot of times we don't give ourselves permission to do that. Yeah, exactly. I never gave myself permission to take time for uh, myself at all, especially not even, I didn't have to be a mom to realize that I wasn't taking care of myself. I mean, yes, um, it was just me myself. And then when we got married, I got married young. So I was 20. So I really didn't have any like me time. Cause when I met you, I just got out of high school. Right. And then I was in college, but then we were dating. And so it's never been um, just a me time at that time either. And so I'd always been, I feel like, and it's not no regrets or anything. It's just, I've always felt like I've been, um, serving, serving others, helping my parents, whatever. And I don't know, I think it took um, a major tragedy, 
Uh, and the one I can think of specifically is my mom passing. My dad passed first when I was already, when I was 20, right? I was yeah. 20. Um, yeah, right before was, we got married. But I was so, I don't know, just it, it didn't affect me as much as, um, not that I didn't love my dad, that's not it. It just didn't affect me as much as it did when my mom passed. And it's just because I had more years with my mom. And that tragedy was um, she died of Alzheimer's. And so that in itself was very traumatic um, to watch her go through. But the it, it, it made me realize I needed time for myself then because I just could not come to grips with the fact that my mom passed. Even if I knew that she was in a better place, she was going to be well taken care of. Our heavenly parents are there. She's good. She's in, she's in a definitely better place than she was here on earth because physically she just was deteriorating and it was no, it wasn't a happy scene. It wasn't a, it wasn't a good time for her. And it was no purpose or um, no, um, what does it say? Quality of life. And I just needed to have, I didn't realize how I was feeling so not just drained, but just kind of confused mentally, physically, emotionally confused. And that's when I started just like, well, I've always turned to God, but turning inward to myself because I used to think it was selfish taking time for myself. I thought was selfish. I think that was also ingrained in me taught to me, not that they would say, Oh, you're being selfish, but the whole point is you should serve. You'll feel better. If you serve, you'll, if you help other people, you'll feel better. And sure you do feel better. So I kept doing that. And then in, and then because I kept doing that, I kept extending myself and I just had to have a breakdown finally, basically to realize that, Hmm, it's not, it's not uh, very healthy <laughs> to keep emptying your bucket, but never replenishing it. And I know we've heard that term many times. Um, so I'd love to come up with a different phrase because I think it's just overused, like emptying your bucket. But that's how I think of it. It's like you're kind of giving water from your bucket all the time, giving it, giving it, giving it, and you forget to replenish it. Replenishing it may be different for other people, but replenishing it for me just really finally meant like, giving myself permission that it's okay to say no to things. Oh, that's probably actually when I really discovered, huh? Is when I went to my yeah. deep depression, that would be before my mom passed. Um, but going through that, that's probably another podcast, but um, anyways, replenishing, your, replenishing yourself is never selfish. And I think that's where we've, I think we're doing a better job about explaining self-care that it's not selfish, but why, you know what I mean? It's like, why was there a time in our lives? And I feel like it's in our generation that you had to just keep working. No, you know, um, keep your, what is it? Nose to the grindstone. That doesn't yeah. even make sense to me. I mean, I'm grindstone and nose makes me feel like, ow. <laughs> that's just like painful. <laughs> But that nose to the grindstone or something, that term, 
It's like, where, where did that come from? You think? I think, I think it's because when you were sharpening tools over a grindstone, you were kind of leaning in oh, but, and your yeah. nose was <laughs> over the grindstone. It wasn't hitting the grindstone, but you know, maybe you're leaning into so that grindstone. Like to make it so work you're, hard. You're, yeah. So you're putting weight on the thing that you're sharpening. And so you're leaning into that, that work to, well, to bring out the best. Outcome. Well, where do you think has come where, cause you feel it too, where it's always been, you know, and just work, just, just get, put, pull up your bootstraps and, um, pull up your big girl panties, big boy panties and just get it done. Where did, where do you think that mentality came from or that? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's been around a long time, you know, it's just like, and, and it may be an extension of the, the depression. I mean, you think about for so many years, you know, the, back in the 1900s, it's hard to, for us to relate to that. But if you really want to track it back, I mean, you had grandparents that went years in deprivation and trying to find work and not being able to survive. And so, you know, when they got into the 40s and 50s, their mindset was, we're going to hold on to everything. We're going to save everything. We're going to work. Yeah. And we're going to build these stores up, right? And so it's kind of built a generation upon generation until we – reach to the point where we realize that, you know, we have a mental and emotional crisis in, in America because all people are doing is work, 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 and not taking time to breathe, to relax. And, you know, it's kind of interesting that you talk about when, when we were younger, because, you know, I look back when we were first dating and you were really diligent about, yes, you were teaching, fitness classes, but you also would go work out by yourself. I mean, you would drive to Oakland, you yeah, would work I out. Yeah, but I never thought right? about that for me. I just really, but, I, but that's the way I head. viewed it, which yeah, is interesting. in my head, it's not like time to, yes, I'm taking care of myself, but it's a different kind of mindset. My mindset was not self-care. <laughs> no, it was you were enjoying working out, right? But in my mind, yeah. that was time for yourself, right? And my mind was in those early days, I would go play basketball or racquetball. Yeah. But every morning I would get up and I would read the scriptures and ponder. And so I that was kind of my replenishing time. Um, and, you know, when you get busy and working and you have kids, it's easy to get tired emotionally and physically. And so it's easy to go, you know what? I need to rest or I need to sleep in more than I need to get up and do those um, things. And so I think you kind of build a pattern. One day you wake up and all you're doing is working for your kids, working for your wife, working for your husband, and you're not doing anything to invest in yourself, whether it's, physically, emotionally, spiritually, intellectually. You know, I think back, you know, when you gave me the gift of Christmas to speak for a profit, right? That program 3T. And that led me to meeting the, these amazing groups of people all across the country, you know, because I met Sean Hart and then I got involved in the Elite Speaking Academy. And what was more beautiful than the lessons that I was making was the connections that I was making because all of a sudden I had new perspective of other people on political issues and cultural issues. And it was really opening my mind. And it was also putting me, putting me in a, an environment where I, I had to invest in myself. I had to go, all right, how do I become better in 
this aspect of my life, which was being a good public speaker. But it actually what I discovered was that that investment in myself was rippling across all aspects of my life. I mean, if I would have never done that, I would have never written my book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think I think a lot of times we get so focused on the grind that we don't give ourselves and make time for ourselves to invest in ourselves. And that is very rewarding when we take the time to do that. Well, and and kind of two points so that you spoke of that made me think when you say like we're serving others, it's like um, if if we're, you know, a parent and we're serving our kids or a spouse and you're serving your spouse or whatever, the thing is, is that you're also, let's just say you're working, you're serving your employer. You don't have to be married to still not, have just because let's just say this what i'm trying to say is just if you can't assume someone who no, i'm not saying you are but like people may make assumptions that oh well you're single you have, so time. You have all this you time you have all this time <laughs> and it's like no yeah, that's not it. the case either yeah, it's because no. you're still like, like you're working for somebody you're doing this and that and you might be doing other things for other people the thing about it is when you said like you got the gift of um that speak for for profit gift at Christmas and you were able to then kind of do something that was for you, right? That that's basically what is, if I'm understanding correctly, that was for you to do for you and what you felt was going to give basically self care to you is like enjoying something you um, had always wanted to pursue. Is that kind of what I'm hearing? So, and it tapped into a natural gift. Okay. So then, and then, but that, yeah. So then you discovered a natural gift or you always knew that, but you, but I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes, and because we don't give ourselves permission to take time for ourselves, it, that's what makes us feel selfish about doing that. And it's, um, that mindfulness. So let's put it this way you said to me, or you, you observed me and said, Oh, she's working out. That's just for her. Okay. And you felt that well, this is taking time for myself. And in essence, that's not how my mind thinks about it. Time for myself would be seriously being alone on a beach, just soaking in the sun, not having any responsibilities about like, Oh, I got to make sure that this person's okay or that I got to feed them or I got to meet somebody at 10 o'clock for breakfast or I got to having other responsibilities. That's not time for me. Time for me is like just being like if you took a walk, you said you took a walk and you were just being with nature. Nature could be God. Nature could be the animals. Nature could be the birds. Nature could be the sun. But just being and observing, not having any responsibilities, not having. That's me thinking about self-care. Whether that means you want to take a bath, that's fine. But even just an hour of absolutely no responsibilities. And I mean, the thing about that makes me just crazy when I think of just an hour. So let's say I scheduled myself Noon to one, I'm not going to have any responsibilities. But at one o'clock, I have an appointment. So guess what? I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to be doing self-care at that point because my brain, and this is me and the anxiety inside me, me thinking 
at one o'clock, I got to be done at one o'clock. I got to be done at one o'clock. I got to be done. And that's just hell to me. So it's like, okay, what is the happy medium? The happy medium is just taking advantage of, I think, taking advantage of the time that you do have to disconnect, however that is for you. And you got to figure that out. You might have to keep trying. I found the disconnection for me, absolutely, it was with my girls were, or actually it didn't even have to be with them, but I didn't have, we didn't have any agenda. We're just like, okay, lay by the pool and hmm. Oh yeah, it's happy hour now. The guy comes around. He's like, "Oh, I want to. You, you guys want to drink two for one? Great, mango smoothies, please." So we were just wanting mango smoothie, and then we're like, back to sleep, back to laying out, no responsibilities. That to me is self care because I don't have to think for anybody but me. Now, when I said it that way, guess what triggered in my head? You felt guilty for taking. The Not time. guilty. I wouldn't use. Oh well, maybe that's the word, but. For you, but it's, yeah, I felt very selfish at that second, right? When I said nothing else. And that's still something that I have to continually work on. I'm doing a better job, as you can tell, <laughs> but I'll just travel yeah. and I don't care. I don't care. Like, I mean, well, yes, I care, but I'm saying I don't, I'm good. I'm good with, with traveling and, and, you know, kids are grown. It's great. You can take care of yourself. It's great. But um, that prescription, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, if my mindset says, this is time for self-care, if you have to schedule that on your agenda daily, and that is self-care, put it down in big, bold letters, un or non-negotiable self-care, 12 to one, whatever the time is, and indicate what you're going to do. You can go get a massage, get a massage. You're going to go walk, go walk whatever it is, read for yourself. But I tell you what, I think the mindfulness of making known that that is what it is. And you will get, if you have to prep yourself and give yourself an hour and then a half an hour of like, Hey, I got to get kind of back into the swing of things. Got to get back to my, whatever my meeting at one or whatever it is, then do it that way. But I guess what I'm trying to say is just um, be mindful of it and having that mindfulness that that's what it is called and that's what you're going to do because you know it'll make you a better person, human. I'm not saying better mom, better wife, better sister, better daughter. Don't be anything else but you. Better for you. Don't try to say, oh, so make me a better mom. I don't care about anybody else but you because you are already better for everybody else. It's going to happen when you take care of you first. Does that make sense? Yeah, no. And Pretty I am passionate about that, aren't I? Well, and, and I 100% agree with what you said. You don't have to. but okay. No, I 100% agree with you. But here comes the but, right? And, and I hate it when there's always a but. I don't hate it. Well, I, I, in some ways I do, because I don't want to come across as discounting mm. what you said, right? I 100% agree with everything you that and, you said. And, and I like that. It. And mm -hmm. there are days very clearly where you go, I need to go work out 
to get myself in a good place. Oh yeah, right? workout has so, been different so for I, me So now. to me, when I look at you over the years, fitness has been an outlet for you. It's a place where you've replenished and you've rebuilt and you've built on top of that, right? And so, you know, when I look at it, I think that your personal time has always included working out. Yeah, it's actually, for me, the way I view it, it's actually like medicine in the sense I have to have it for therapy. It's not, so therapy to me is also work. So this is me working on myself. I'm talking about releasing even work. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about releasing, because therapy would be, could be counseling, could be physical therapy, could be, right? So this is physical therapy as well as, um, um, mental therapy. It's, it can be spiritual therapy if I want to think of it that way at times, but it's therapy that I know will help me, um, my, my well being. but it's definitely, and yes, it's part of my self-care, but I'm not taught, but that's not the same kind of self-care as what I'm talking about. No, and then that's good, right? That's why we have these mm -hmm. conversations. Yeah. One, so that we can understand what each other needs and allow each other that space so that you can take care of yourself, mm -hmm. right? I, I love that you said, look, I don't care about being a mom or a sister or, or all of those things, right? There has to be a point when, where you care for yourself. Yeah. And you give yourself the time, the, the, Oh, man, what's the word I want? I mean, respite? the respite. I love that. The respite to go, you know what? I'm just going to breathe. Well, I'm going to be still. I'm going to release everything that's on my head and, and my heart. And I'm just going to let it go for a period of time. Well, who's the best example of that? When Christ said when he and um, went on the ship and they were like, where's Jesus? Where did he go? And he was resting. He needed Where that he'd go time. Up in the mountains and be by But himself. he was on a boat. At no, a time. That, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then, but he was whatever he was doing, he needed to do it for himself because he needed that. I mean, can you imagine being thronged by people over and over again? Like, I ain't no celebrity, so you know, <laughs> I can only imagine the celebrities that have to deal with that kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. No wonder they can't stand paparazzi, and people are like, "Well, this is a ch job you chose, so." You're going to have that. I'm like, yeah, it is a consequence of it, but it doesn't have to be, you know, in their face all the time. There could be some kind of respect, but that's a whole nother topic. Yeah. But anyways, I'm talking about Christ. Like he was thronged all the time by people. And so, and he was constantly serving. So even he, the best example of all showed that self-care is important. So it's not selfish. We're if we're professing to be disciples of Jesus Christ, then we need to follow his example too, which leads us to our next podcast about, I despise cruelty. So that'll be another <laughs> podcast, but I mean, you know, it's just, but that we can talk about that later again, that'll be another podcast, yes. but yeah, but even he was the best example of, okay, take time for, for me. And that's the thing is like, I think someone pointed out to me, I'm trying to remember how, 
this all went, but this conversation was like, oh, I feel bad leaving my husband and my kids. And I was like, I get that. We were there once where we were like, ooh, I don't know if I can leave my kids. And I don't want to, I shouldn't say it in a mocking voice. I'm so sorry. That was really rude, actually. So let me take that back. <laughs> I don't mean to be mocking because I understand how that felt. But I don't know. There's something about and maybe maybe the thing is there that that's true maybe because i remember when we didn't take time to go off on our own on a vacation and stuff we wanted to make sure we were with our kids or whatever is that when we had a fear of like uh what's going to happen to them like you know there was some fear in there um maybe what's going to happen to the kids what could happen to us if something happened and all those things right but there's there's solutions to that too but there might be some kind of fear of for that person that is very uncomfortable with just being with themselves. That could be. That, That'd be that definitely could be. That'd be interesting I mean, to find people who would talk to us about their fear of self-care. I think a lot of hmm. people are uncomfortable with just being still and being by themselves, being in their own thoughts. Yeah. Right. And that's that's uh, that's a challenging thing, right? And I guess you know the thing that I like about this conversation is I think there are so many times, and I don't know where it comes from, but we feel guilty, we feel selfish if we take time for ourselves. It's because we were ashamed. Right? We're ashamed. Like, and what are you doing? You're not doing anything. Get right. Up. Somehow we gotta shed that guilt. We gotta shed that shame. And go, you know what? It's okay. I'm giving myself permission to say no right now. And I'm going to go replenish. And I think we all need to do a better job of that um, for our own emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. Because I think all things are spiritual. If you are emotionally and physically drained, you are spiritually drained. And so they all feed into your spiritual strength. And so we have to take care of ourselves if we want to be, you know, have a full, enjoyable, rich life. Peaceful life. Peaceful life. Yeah. Because so. peace comes from being at ease with who you are. Maybe sometimes not necessarily where you are, but... The peace that says, you know what, I, for myself, am in a good place. I am walking in the best faith and belief that I can, and I'm trying to be good to all people. And when you can say that to yourself, peace comes. Well, I think that's interesting. You said peace with yourself, maybe not where you want to be. Is that what you said? But where you are with yourself. Didn't you say that? Yeah, something like that. So when you said where you want to be, and I thought that was interesting, you said it may not be where you want to be, but that's, I think, the whole part of having a life or being here on, on earth and just, and living is maybe you might be in a situation that um, you may be not very happy and at peace with your work, um, with the relationships around you, you may not be at peace with that right now. But if you can find the peace just within yourself, like, hey, I'm working towards something better to give me peace, 
whether that is getting out of the relationship, whether it is working on it, whether it is a relationship at work, school, um, friends, or whatever that is. If you're working towards something, then that's also your progress towards peace. I think, um, and, but the point is, is like taking time to kind of listen, basically listen. We had, a, okay, let me put it this way. We had a conversation today, Jody and I did uh, before we worked out. And, he, you know, he's very strong about how he feels about something. And I'm more like, yeah, I'm not convinced about that yet. I'm still pondering it. And that's okay. That's the thing about life, right? We all get to have our own opinions, thoughts, feelings, and that's okay. And letting yourself have permission to have those. I think that, I think that what you just said about guilt and shame that we've probably felt it before. Like we feel guilty for feeling this way, thinking this way, or shameful about thinking this way. It's like, it shouldn't be that. We got to get rid of that and just try to, um, I guess, open our hearts and minds to what might come your way and what feels right in your heart and mind. Because, I mean, I think with Jody and I, we truly believe in our heavenly parents wanting the best for us. And for all of us. And so, um, I don't know. We're, I feel like we just let that, at least I do. I can't speak for you on that. But we just let that that guide us. Because well, your spirit speaks to them and vice versa. I, I don't have anything that, I mean, because if I add, we're going to end up going another 30 minutes. So. <laughs> hey, podcast number two on that one. Part two. I, I just think Thanks, it's, guys. yeah, I, I love the conversation because it's healthy, right? I mean, you got to be able to have, you got to be able to have the conversation so that you can understand the other person's perspective, right? Because I think we're all, we've had experiences in our life. We've had experiences with other people and that skews our perspective a certain way right and so as we're having these conversations we get if we have an open heart and open mind we can at least understand where people are coming from and it creates a bridge and that bridge of understanding can lead to peace it can lead to love and uh, yeah sometimes they're difficult conversations right and we get to choose whether or not the bridge stays or we build a wall and then we have a completely different issues. So, but it's great. I've loved the conversation. Is there one last thing that you think is important from today? No, I think that what, what I, what we're talking about, but it's like, that's the whole point of into the gray guys is let's keep an open mind and an open heart. Have a great day. Peace. See ya.